Julian Edlow here for DraftKings. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. And DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. Conference tournaments, Final Four, to win it all, you name it, it's all available on the DK Sportsbook app. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code ROSS. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code ROSS. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccp.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort located in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario, bonus bets expire 160 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas. It is the Even Money Podcast presented by betonline.ag, your online sports book experts. Just remember the promo code PODCAST1 so you get the 50% sign-up bonus today. He is Steve Fezzik at Fezzik Sports on Twitter. That is the actual Twitter handle for Steve. There are some imposters out there. Don't let them fool you. You have come to the right place because we are diving into season win totals today. You can also check out, if you're into fantasy football, man, you better check out Evan Silva's Tears of Evan on the Fantasy Feast podcast. He did tight ends today. That is must-listen-to on-demand audio if you want to win your fantasy league. Evan Silva's Tears of Evan they are amazing. But without further ado, I want to get into the season win total numbers with you, Steve. I should probably mention I'm Ross Tucker. You can always get at me on social media, Twitter and Instagram or at Ross Tucker NFL. Facebook is facebook.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. A lot of podcasts, Fantasy Feast, Ross Tucker Football Podcast, College Draft Podcast, as well as going ahead and listening to Andrew Brandt on the Business of Sports podcast. It's all there for you. By the way, all you have to ever do is rate and review the show, or even if you purchase something on Amazon, send me an email. Either way, ross at rosstucker.com. You can ask Steve any question you'd like. Going to get to multiple questions next week. All right, Steve, let's start with the Arizona Cardinals, of course, all of these odds come to us courtesy of betonline.ag. Their current over-under is five and a half wins with a little juice to the under side. I would lean under. Uh, I do think that Coach Lynn was just not ready to be an NFL coach and the problem is I'm not so sure Kingsbury is ready to be an NFL coach, but um, a lot of excitement with Murray coming in. Uh, still, six wins. I don't see him for Arizona. I'll lean under. I would lean under as well. You know, the only thing I would say is 
Kingsbury's offense is is going to be really unique. And if you look, Steve, there's a history of people with unique offenses and dynamic quarterbacks that are able to have more success than you think that first year. You know, you think about Lamar Jackson last year in Baltimore, RG3, especially if they're willing to utilize the quarterback's running skills, Cam Newton, even to some extent Josh Allen. The Bills got more wins than we thought last year just with Josh Allen running. So I, I would just say I would lean under as well, but I don't feel, I don't feel strongly enough about it to have it be more than just a lean. Let's get to the Atlanta Falcons. They are at over under eight and a half wins with a little bit of the juice to the over. Yeah, I'm going to pass on Atlanta. I still have uh, Matt Ryan as a top 10 NFL quarterback. And let's face it, when you have a top 10 quarterback, you usually as a ceiling, I should say as a floor, you win eight games. So that alone would have me leaning over for Atlanta, but um, it's right where I made the number. I pass. Yeah, they would be a lean over for me. I'm expecting sort of a bounce back year from them. I think they have a great chance actually to win the division and to get to nine or ten wins. So um, eight and a half is probably right about where I would have it. So I'll just lean over, um, but they're very close to being a one-unit play for me. How about the Ravens with the total right on eight wins for the Baltimore Ravens with the juice to the overside? I'll lean under on the Ravens. I think that that quirky offense with Lamar Jackson is unsustainable. He can't keep running the ball 20 times a game, and if he doesn't, the bad completion percentage is going to catch up to Baltimore. I will lean under. I think that's just about right. I think they're I think they're an eight win team. I think that's where they end up. I wouldn't be shocked if they get to nine or ten. Also wouldn't be shocked if it's seven. I guess I would have a slight lean to the over. I think nine or ten are more likely than seven or six. But I think that they got that just about right. How about my beloved Buffalo Bills? Over under is seven and a half wins with the juice right now to the underside? You know, I got to tell you, I think last year the market overreacted to how bad Buffalo was going to be, and we saw their season win total open up in that 7.5 range briefly and crash all the way down to 5.5, and and ultimately they win 6. I can't help but thinking, Bross, maybe a little bit too much um, optimism for the Bills based upon what Josh Allen did last year, overperforming seven and a half. That means they got to they got to go five hundred to beat you. I'm going to lean under. Man, I I actually think that the Bills have a chance to be pretty decent this year. But you're putting a lot of faith in Josh Allen there to get you eight wins, especially when you play the Patriots a couple times. I'm going to lean under as well. I just think. Six or seven are more likely than eight or nine. I, I don't know that I have as much faith in Josh Allen as other people. I do like what they're doing with the offensive line and the weapons and all of that. But it's also a little bit different when there's some expectations as opposed to people just 
you know, thinking you're the worst team in the whole league. Let's go to Carolina. Their over-under is seven and a half wins. I will go over for two units. I think it's all about Cam Newton's health. This is a Carolina team that was trekking along, heading for the playoffs, and all of a sudden Cam couldn't throw the ball more than 20 yards downfield, and Carolina at 6-2 and two seemed to lose game after game after game that um, came down to coin flips in the fourth quarter. Um, that's why their season win number is so low at 7.5. You know, I think to myself, um, which team could suddenly win 11 games, and I wouldn't be surprised that his line below eight, and Carolina's clearly the team that would um, apply there over two units. Wow. That, that's tough for me, knowing what the deal is with the New Orleans Saints and the Atlanta Falcons. I'm not going to do that. I would lean over. But I got to see Cam. I mean, I got to see him throw. I got to see how healthy he is before I'm willing to go there. So I'm going to just be a lean over. I'm not going to go two units. How about the Chicago Bears over under nine wins? Yeah, I'm going to go under two units on the Bears. There's a lot to dislike about the Bears, in my opinion. If you look at their performance last year, Probably number one I'll I'll focus on is uh, schedule. So they had the easiest schedule in the NFL last year. Their opponents were 12% weaker than an average team, which is crazy, crazy in this day and age of parity and most schedules to have such an easy schedule. And this year they have a harder than difficult schedule. So add those two factors together, net – this team has the biggest increase in schedule difficulty. They were fortunate being plus 12 in turnovers as well. And they, they were the third least injured team, so they were fortunate with injuries. I like what Nagy does as a coach, but uh, I think that if there's one team that is going to regress back to the mean, it's the Bears. I'll go under two units. I tend to agree. Now, I think they've got a pretty good chance to get to nine wins. But I'm, I'm kind of with you on this. I am not sold on Trubisky. They still have a kicking game issue. I think Minnesota and Green Bay, and even Detroit for that matter, will be better. I'm not sure the Chicago Bears are better than they were a year ago when they kind of snuck up on people. I'll go one unit under nine wins for the Bears. Speaking of under, Steve, how about the Cincinnati Bengals? They're at six wins. Yeah, you know, the Bengals, I think we can buy low here. The, um, I like that um, we're bringing in Taylor, so we should have some optimism with um, the new head coach. And bottom line is, you know, Mixon has turned into a really good running back. And you got A.J. Green, you got Eifert back. So, um, you know, Dalton is not old, and he certainly has proven to be capable. Um, At six wins, it's so low. I'll go over the Bengals one unit. Wow. That's interesting. Now, has this line moved, Steve, since Bowling retired and Jonah Williams got hurt at all? Not at all. It's been the Bengals have been six all summer long. I don't see him getting the seven wins. Man, that division, especially with. Now there is sometimes you have that new coach you get a little boost from that. I'm not I'm I'm going to pass but I would lean on the under. I I would actually lean under for the Cincinnati Bengals 
very concerned about their offensive line, and we'll see what Zach Taylor has. I, you know, he was probably the least impressive uh, resume-wise of the new head coaches that got hired. Let's get to the Cleveland Browns. Their over-under is nine wins with the juice to the over. Yeah, and I'll certainly lean under on the Browns. If you look at public sentiment, the public loves the Browns. I think they were like the number five pick for a while to win the Super Bowl. I don't understand it. I mean, I understand it because of the personnel that they're bringing in. Certainly they're loaded with offensive skill position players. However, here's a team that has won eight games during the last three years, and now their season win number is sitting at nine. I have to lean under. Yeah, I'm not just going to lean under. I'm, I'm going to go under. I, I, they might get to nine wins. I'd be surprised if they got to ten. I just think with Freddie Kitchens and Baker Mayfield, Odell Beckham Jr., I just, there, there's a, it's almost like a Molotov cocktail there in my mind. I don't think they get to ten wins. Maybe they get to nine, but at that point I'll push I'm going to put a unit on the under Cleveland Browns, under nine wins, one unit. Now we've got the Dallas Cowboys. Their over-under, Steve, is also nine wins, and the juice is even. Yep, and I've got them at exactly nine wins. I do have Dak Prescott as a top 15 uh, quarterback in the NFL. I think they win nine. I pass. Yeah, I, I think they got a chance to go over. Um, I, I'd be surprised if they don't get at least nine wins. I think they have a pretty good chance to get to 10 or 11, actually. I think the Cowboys are really good. I'm going to go one unit over nine wins for the Dallas Cowboys. I think they've got a pretty darn good chance. Let's get to the Denver Broncos. They're at seven wins, Steve. You know, I was thinking that I was going to go over six or six and a half with Denver. Um, let's face it, they were at six and six last year and looking to be a possible playoff contender. And then the wheels came off with all the injuries that they had at the end of the year. But at seven, seven's too high. They got to go eight and eight to go over. I pass. Yeah, I'm going to pass. I'd probably lean over. I think that I like Vic Fangio. I think they're going to bounce back. But they're in the same division as the Chiefs and the Chargers. You know, I don't see them being a 9 or 10 win team. I think 7 is just about right. I'd lean over and just go uh, with the Broncos, 7 wins there. How about the Lions? They're also over under 7 wins, Steve. I would have gone over the 6.5. I can't go over the 7. I do think that Stafford is going to have a bounce-back year after the problems with his back and the reports, you know, that he had a couple of um, small fractures in it last year, explaining, seemingly explaining his down year. I know Stafford's wife has had severe medical problems, and I'm always worried about those distractions. So a lot of uncertainty regarding that. I'll pass the Lions. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go under for the Lions. I just think that's a tough division with the Bears as well as the Packers and the Vikings, I don't see them getting eight wins. I think they got a decent chance to get to seven wins. I don't see them getting to eight. And I think five or six are more likely than eight. So give me two units on the Lions 
under seven wins. Let's keep it in that division, Steve, with the Green Bay Packers. Their number is nine. Yeah, and how good is Aaron Rodgers? That's a, a key question right now. I know pro football focus, um, I believe that they ranked him number four, and yet the NFL executives and the like, they um, – went ahead and pulled everyone, and they still had Rodgers one, which was crazy to me. Um, four seemed like a pretty accurate number, but the bottom line is if you have the fourth-best quarterback, you should win 10 games. Um, I'm going to lean over with uh, Green Bay, and I think getting McCarthy out of there is probably going to be a positive for the team. Lean over. I would lean over as well, but I'm not going to put a number on it. They actually just, while we're recording this, Steve, 10.15 a.m. Eastern Time, they just cut Mike Daniels, which is surprising to me, really surprising to me, that they would cut a guy like that. I don't, I don't get it. Um, he's been a very productive player. I know he's 30 years old, but they cut Mike Daniels, so he'll be moving on somewhere else. That doesn't help the team. So would that be something, a player that's been that productive, would that be something that you would like want to stop the podcast and, and take the under now or no? No, because I trust the team to know what they're doing in terms of those decisions and they have more information than I have. And let's face it, I mean, I'm when I look at like these player, these skill position players, most number one wide receivers and running backs are worth only half a point to the line. So um, absent any locker room issues, typically player turnover and the like is um, tends to be over accounted for unless it's a cluster situation with um, a bunch of um, guys all missing or injured in the same position. That's a good point. Um, the next team, we need to get into it's the Houston Texans. Their over under is eight wins. Yeah, I will lean under with the Texans. I did bet under eight and a half earlier in the summer. Um, very similar situation to the Bears, where one thing that seems to work every year in the NFL is if you look at the strength of schedule, the teams that have the biggest delta, the biggest difference in strength of schedule, and, and their schedule has suddenly become so much more difficult tend to go under. Um, I know Houston had that long winning streak, I think nine games in a row that they won. Many of those very close games, and th- those could easily have turned in either direction. So that 11-5 and record, not quite as good as um, it appeared to be, I will lean under. I'm with you as well. I- I'm leaning under for the Houston Texans. You know, I think eight is the right number there. If it was eight and a half or nine, I would go under. Don't like the sort of the discord with the front office or their offensive line. I'll just lean under. Indianapolis Colts, Steve, are at 10. They're at 10. How long have they been at 10? Let me take a look at my spreadsheet here. Yeah, they opened nine and a half, so they they were hitting 10 by May already. So a lot of money on the Colts, you know, and I will lean over. I mean, here's a team that started one and five. Their new head coach was getting lambasted for going for it fourth and four from his own 43 um, in overtime, costing them the fourth game of the year. And I got to tell you, Frank Reich, he, he, he definitely straightened the whole, all of the controversy out. And this team was playing as well as any team 
They were the 30th most injured team last year. I like that because they should be healthier this year. Andrew Luck is clearly a top-five quarterback. Um, heck, you could make the case he's a top-one quarterback. If um, it, It's difficult to, to really – ascertain who the best quarterback is i guess i would i would go with mahomes as number one right now so um i will lean over even a 10 wow um i i can't do that i can't lean over 10 i think they surprised some people last year i think this is just about right i i don't know i i, I don't have a lean either way i think 10 is right about where they should be how about the Jacksonville Jaguars in the same division? Three in a row in that AFC South, Steve. The Jags are at seven and a half. Yeah, and I will, uh, I'll go ahead and go over for two units. I think that um, last year the Jags, I know they only won five games, but their defense was so demoralized by Blake Bortles and his inability to play football when the team trailed that um, you know, that he actually got benched and then the backup Kessler was even worse so the fact that Foles comes in and Foles is a capable starting quarterback, and I think it's gonna, we're going to see the Jags' defense play much more like they did two years ago than last year and will become a top-10 defense again. So I will go over on Jacksonville. I'm with you as well. How many units? Two units. Wow. I'm going to go two units as well. I've got faith in Nick Foles, faith in the Jags, I think they get to eight or nine wins, and I'd be surprised if it's seven or less. So two units over seven and a half for the Jags. I think it's a a bounce-back season for them. How about the Chiefs over under ten and a half wins, and was there movement, Steve, since the Tyreek Hill news last Friday? There was. So the Chiefs' number had been coming down from ten and a half, and it looked like it would go to ten when Tyreek got suspended for six games and somehow I tell you what Ross I don't know what you need to do other than blatantly commit a crime to get suspended anymore so I I was shocked shocked that Tyreek Hill did not get suspended for at least four games but with that news and he is my top rated wide receiver in the league Kansas City's back to a full 10 and a half for their season win and it looks right yeah I, I would uh I would lean under there Ten and a half is a big number. I mean, I, I don't think Mahomes can possibly play that well again. In fact, I'll put a unit on the under. Under ten and a half. I think they probably end up winning ten games, maybe nine. But ten and a half is a lot. How about the Chargers? They're over unders ten. Steve, same division. Ten looks right. Team is obviously stacked with talent. I don't know if Gordon's going to be starting or holding out week one. I don't like the X's and O's of Anthony Lynn. Um, obviously, he's very good at other aspects of coaching, but you know, go back and watch the Chargers' home loss to Denver and go back and watch how the Chargers almost lost in London against, um, I think that was against Tennessee. And the, the game decisions that the Chargers make are just so difficult to stomach um, and, of course, no adjustments in the playoff game against New England. Um, you really want to have a team, if you're going to go over 10, that um, has really good game management. In fact, I'll lean under 10. I think 10's about right. I'm, I'm a Chargers fan uh, in terms of what they can do this season. How about the Rams over under 10 wins? Interesting that both L.A. teams are at 10. 
Yeah, ten and a half. I would have gone under at ten. I'm going to have to pass. You know, you got Goff on the rookie deal, and that really helps all your salary cap issues. But now, is uh, is Gurley going to be like a two headed monster? Is he no longer going to be a bell cow? Because if that's the case, they're paying him way, way, way too much money, and I'm fearful that's the case. Um, plus, the Super Bowl hangover is real. Teams that lose the Super Bowl tend to come crashing back down. Um, I guess a small lean under ten. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of with you there. I would lean under ten as well, but I'm not willing to put a a unit on it. How about the Miami Dolphins? Their over unders four and a half wins. Four and a half. Can I possibly go under four and a half? Obviously, the Dolphins won seven games with smoke and mirrors last year. Um, I actually think that they're, um, you know, every year you have a whole bunch of brand new coaches that come in, and more than half of them tend to flame out. And fairly or unfairly, you put a unproven coach in with one of the worst teams in the league, and it seems like it always turns into a train wreck. It's so rare that it ever goes right. So uh, Flores has his work cut out for him. Um, plus, not to mention, will Miami even NBA style be tanking by the end of the year? I'm going to go ahead and, and lean under even a four and a half. I'm going to lean under as well. Um, man, with Fitz, I, I feel like they'll get to four wins. As usual, the number's right around where I would think it would be. How about the Vikings with nine wins? Yeah, I don't think Fitz is going to play much is the problem. I'm with you. I think Rosen's going to be the starting quarterback, and I think that that is going to be a, a problem. Uh, Vikings, nine in Zimmer we trust. Boy, the Vikings, I know they only won 8-7-1 last year, but Zimmer has been such a great head coach. And when you got weapons and you got a decent quarterback, I mean, with Thielen and Diggs, and um, I guess they're going to run the ball now, but nine does not seem all that difficult a number However, the division is going to be difficult if Detroit improves. I'll lean over nine. Uh, I'm going to lean as well, but that's all it is, is just a lean. How about the Patriots with their over-under at 11 and a half, Steve? I know you're not doing it. Now, you know I don't bet against the Patriots. I have a rule. And, in fact, um, you know, I just looked up a fascinating statistic. I went back, Ross and looked at like the top 10 coaches of all time, so the Lombardis and the Hallises and the Landrys, and I looked at how they did before they were 60 and after they were 60. And uh, to summarize, the average win rate of these guys pre-60 was 64%. After they turned 60, 52%. Now, part of that was Paul Brown took over for the Bengals, but um, basically all of them did worse. Like Joe Gibbs did way worse. Um, and Landry did way worse. And guess what? The, the genius, he won 68% of his games in his career, and he's over, well over 70%. He's over 75% Belichick since he turned 60. So he's just an alien. The normal rules don't apply to the genius. They just keep winning. But having said that, Brady's 42. And if I look at his QBR, last year he was sixth in the league. The two years before, he was second and third. He was 23rd in throwing the ball downfield. He stopped throwing the ball downfield. I think the wheels are going to come off for Brady this year. I really do. And if, when I say the wheels come off, I think he's going to become a less-than-top-10 quarterback. And if you have a less-than-top-10 quarterback, 
uh, there's no way you're going to win. You, that you should win 12 games. So I'm going under 11 and a half. How about that? Two units. Wow. Under 11 and a half. The Jets and Bills certainly should be better. But when's the last time the Patriots won less than that many games? Last year. What were they last year? I thought they were 11 and 5. Am I wrong? No, you might be right. I had to look it up. I, I thought they were 12 and 4. You might be right. We can We can have... Somebody look it up. Our producer can look it up during the break. Um, they ended up, well, they had to go on the road, so you're right. They probably were 11 and 5. Um, I'll just lean under. I'm not betting against the Patriots. I don't do that. They always somehow find a way to win 12 games. How about the Saints? They're over under 10 wins. Yeah, and of course, I have to be concerned about Drew Brees and how he performed at the end of last year. So the question is, Brees is 40 now. Was his subpar performance the final month based upon a shoulder injury, or was it based upon a combination of a shoulder injury and him just getting older? I know that he had a below-average QBR the last four games he played. He was decent in the playoffs, not great. And if that has lingering, um, a lingering impact, Saints are going to be in trouble. Um, I will lean under just a lean. Patri- uh, the Patriots, by the way, they were 11-5 and five last year. I guess you have to count the Gronkowski-Miami Dolphins thing. So they were 11-5. and five. That's a dicey 11-5. and five. But they also don't have Gronk. So I feel good about the lean. As for the Saints, I'm going to lean under as well. It, it, you know, their number's only ten, and I think they got a good chance to be nine, ten wins. But I'm going to, I'm going to go under. I just think the Rankins injury, Unger retiring, Breeze getting older. I'm going to go ahead and say uh, and lean under, just like you. Next team up, it's the Giants. Giants are at six, Steve. You know, and this is a mystery to me. I've seen some money on that over six, so a little extra big. I don't understand it. Uh, I have Eli rated at the um, very bottom, well, right there with Rosen in terms of starting quarterbacks, and I think that Jones isn't ready, and I could see certainly see a scenario where the Giants are four and seven and Jones finishes up the year. Um, so I'm going to lean under for the Giants against the money that I'm seeing, and I'll give a prop bet also. I think Eli to throw under 18.5 touchdowns is a great bet. I think a uh, real good chance Eli only starts 11 or 12 games this year. Yeah, that's a good point. I'll go. I'll lean under with the Giants as well. In fact, I'm going to – nah, I think they might get six wins. I'll just lean under. I, I'm like torn here. You know what? I changed my mind. One unit to the under. I don't see them getting seven wins. I just don't see it. How about the Jets over under seven and a half, just like the Buffalo Bills? Yeah, and the you know the Jets were just such a bad road team last year, and it's hard for me to trust Darnold playing on the road. To, it just seems like the Jets to get to eight wins is. Um, I could certainly see them being 7-8 and eight, um, at the very end of the year, and they're just being one swing game that's going to decide it. But I'll lean under on the Jets. I would probably lean under as well, um, but I'm not placing the bet. I think 7.5 is the right number for both them 
and the Buffalo Bills. The Eagles are at 10, Steve. Yeah, you know, I'm going over with the Eagles. Now, I know it's a big number, but a whole lot went wrong with the Eagles last year. Um, they were 31st in the league in injuries, so the whole secondary obviously got hurt. Um, people forget that Carson Wentz was just incredibly good two years ago and was the top-rated um, NFL quarterback. So now I think that someone did a ranking, Ross, where they put him like number 96 in terms of top 100 NFL players, which is crazy for a guy that could easily win the MVP this year. Um, when I say easily, he could win the MVP. The schedule is much, much easier this year than last year. I'm going over 10 Eagles, two units. I'm with you. I'm going to go over on the Eagles as well. I'll go two units. I think they and the Cowboys are two of the best teams in the NFL. I think it's going to be a heck of a race in the NFC East. Two units to the over 10 for the Eagles. Be surprised they don't get at least 10 wins. How about the Steelers and their number at nine? Yeah, let's go over. Two units on the Steelers. Love the fact that all these distractions from Bell and Brown are finally gone. Let's Let's face it. Tony Brown's 31. I would much rather have Smith-Schuster than Brown anyways at receiver, and I love that we don't have the distractions from Bell. I love the fact that Big Ben is being called out for not being a team player and the like, and because of that, I could see him being completely focused on making this work now that the situations and the scenarios are better for Pittsburgh, and with Cleveland getting all the hype, there's no way the Browns are better than the Steelers with the Steelers O-line. We're going to go over, and we're going to take the Steelers to win the division plus 160. Two units on the over nine. Yeah, I'm going to go uh, two units on the Steelers as well. I'd be surprised that if they don't get at least nine wins. I think they're going to win that division. And I think that there's just a long history of when you lose players, you lose drama like they have of those teams for whatever reason – you know, people don't believe in distractions or whatever. Well, whatever you want to call it, it seems like those teams go ahead and they have success the very next year. So I'm going to go ahead and I am going to say over Pittsburgh as well. Raiders are at six, Steve. Raiders are at six and a little money, a little vig on the over. I don't see it. I love the love. I like the Raiders under I, I the reason i don't love it is i hate playing an, an under low number but under six makes a whole lot of sense to me um i'm not a believer in gruden um i think that um when you're away from the game for as long as he was and i go back and use the joe gibbs example that's a certainly a concern and the distractions for the raiders having to move to las vegas next year it's right around the corner They've finished their last three preseason games are all on the road. One of them's in Canada, of all things. So they play three games on the road to end the preseason. I get it. You know, the players don't play much, the starters, but they still have to travel. And then they get two home games, and after that, they're on the road until basically November with only one home game during a nine-week stretch. The NFL schedule maker has done them no favors. They have to go to London. They um, travel 35,000 miles. The wheels could easily come off of this team. Um, and that home field advantage in the black hole in their last year, who knows what that's going to turn into by the time that they're 2-8 and eight in November. I'm going to go under for two units. 
Yeah, six is a pretty low number. They do have a pretty pretty good division. I'll go under as well. Um, I think I tend I tend to think they'll get to six. I don't think they get to seven. So two units to the under for me. How about the Niners? They're at eight wins. Going to go over for two units. Um, trivia question, Ross. Uh, 2017, so not last year, the year before. You need to have six or more games played at quarterback. Who was the number one rated quarterback by QBR in the league? Jimmy Garoppolo. Correct. 2016, six or more games played. Who was the number one quarterback in the league by QBR? Mm, I don't know. Jimmy Garoppolo. 2016, he didn't play six or more games. He he had six. He played six. I don't know if he started six, but he had six games. Oh, 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 Um, oh, oh, I know what you're talking about. Sorry, I was looking at a different year. Yeah, 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 Jimmy Garoppolo. So Jimmy G, and I love Jimmy G, um, obviously just only played three games last year. But um, when you got a quarterback, I know it's only six games, but six games plus six games is 12 games. That's... um, that's uh, almost a uh, a full year to be the number one rated quarterback in back to back years means there's a potential that he is not good but that he's great this year and if you've got a great quarterback um, eight wins is no problem at all over two units I'm going to go over two units on the Niners as well I'm with you there uh, for the reasons you mentioned I think people are kind of forgetting about them how about Seattle with nine. Yeah, I'm going to pass on Seattle. You know, I'm such a Russell Wilson fan. Um, I think that he is not getting the credit that he deserves. A lot of people have him at kind of the bottom of the tier one quarterbacks. I have him as my third best quarterback. I am concerned that Pete Carroll looks like he's 50, but he's 67. I just talked about earlier in this podcast about how when coaches get older, they tend to regress. But then you could make the case, well, if he hasn't shown any regression yet, why would he show it now? Um but um, just a lean Seattle over. I will. Uh, I got nothing on C- Seattle. If anything, I might even lean under with you know Doug Baldwin being gone. How about the Bucks at six and a half? Yeah, I'll lean on the Bucks. Small lean to the over. Of course, I'm worried about Arians being old, but he is a good coach. And the Bucks, let's face it, were undisciplined turned the ball over seemingly every third possession last year. Winston's in a contract year, so he should be fully focused. Whenever a team has a really bad turnover differential at minus 18, and by the way, San Francisco last year was minus 25, I look for them to turn that around and to clean that up and have a much better record. I'll lean over Tampa. I would lean under Tampa. I I just think everybody else in their division is good. They're not. I think Jameis has a bunch of turnovers. I'm going to lean under. How about the Tennessee Titans over under seven and a half? Yeah, at seven and a half, I've got to pass. Um, all the money has been on the Titans under people don't believe in Mariota, who seemingly always hurts. Um, and if you don't have, um, you know, I don't like bringing in Tannehill. I don't like the, and a possible quarterback controversy on top of it. I, I'll go ahead and pass, though. Yeah, I would lean over here. I, they just feel like an 8-8, eight 9-7 and, eight, and seven team to me. I think that they probably get at least seven wins, so I'll lean over. Finally, you got the Redskins over under six and a half wins. Yeah, I'm going to go under for two units. You know, it just seems like 
Is it me, Ross, or is it like every week an article comes up that's like negative Washington, defensive guys holding out, coaches worried about their jobs, um, and you know the fact that Adrian Peterson is still going to be the starting running back, and he's got some you know off-field issues now apparently with his finances. The um, I, it, it sure looks to me like an organization where with a bunch of coaches that are more worried about where they're going to be working next year than being fully able to do their jobs. Um, and quarterback is a complete and utter mess. Um, don't like a likely rookie quarterback coming in for a team that is um, on their last legs in terms of um, whether they're going to keep their jobs. I'll, uh, I'll play under for two units. Yeah, I'm under two units on the Redskins as well. I think you summed that up pretty well. One of my favorite shows every year, Steve. Excellent work by you. Encourage everybody to make sure they listen to the other shows as well. We'll be getting into how to bet preseason football next week, as well as several, several of your email questions. So if you didn't get one in yet, and you got a specific question, something you've always wondered about, you want to get an expert's opinion on it, all you have to do is take advantage of any of our sponsors or rate and review the show or whatever. And I must just make a purchase for your family you need to get anywhere on Amazon. And then email me, Ross at RossTucker.com. Or you can go and take all this information we just gave you and go to BetOnline.ag. Use the promo code PODCAST1. You know we got our season win totals from BetOnline.ag because that's our one-stop go-to shop of the Even Money podcast. Other than that, I think we're done here. Good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast, Business of Sports, and the College Draft, all available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.